Hi, Pam Pam. Hi, Erin. Oh, let's hope everything works okay today. <laughs> Ryan! Hi, Ryan. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Bibi! T-Mac! How are you guys? Good to have you. BP's belly is full of chicken and waffles. <laughs> Someone's having chicken and waffles this morning? Oh, Aaron, I can barely, barely, barely hear you. Someone, so, someone's having chicken and waffles this morning? I mean, let me turn to, to try again because that. Someone's having chicken and waffles this morning? Yes, BP had chicken and waffles this morning. Yeah. Just over the music, I couldn't hear you. Yeah, and it looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> I had to turn that music off. It was to just like get chicken and waffles like, like Cracker Barrel or something. Um, well, where BP lives in Elwood City, Pennsylvania, they have um a lot of really neat uh restaurants all around by where he lives, and he's a foodie. A, a foodie and hi Haney J. Hi, my soul sister. And um, so he eats at yummy, yummy places. So he posts pictures of all of the places and the different like yesterday he had um fruity pebbles French toast. Mm, I know. <laughs> oh man is right. It looked so good. <laughs> yeah, it looked really good. Gotta figure out why I can't play music and hear you at the same time. <laughs> That's not good. Hi, Tampa Bay and Yancey. How are you guys? I hope that you are good. Um, all right, Aaron, I'm gonna turn the music back on while I do the intro real quick. And oh, see? No, <laughs> now it's loud. Oh man. I spoke too soon saying I hope things go go okay today with the sound. Um, all right. So hello, welcome to the Dina Joe podcast. I am DJ Dina Joe, your friend coming to you from the Mile High City, colorful Colorado. Thank you so much for joining my show today. You all are the best. If you're listening on the download, thank you, thank you, thank you. And hit that follow button so you can join us live sometime. I'm here every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. 45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, and I have the best people in the chat for sure. Um, so today is Friday, August 11th. Um, we have a lot to do talk about. Um, we'll do sports, and music will be 90s dance music. So we'll be doing that. So um, I am going to get into the weather real quick. Um, August 11th, I already told you that here in Denver, it's 60, um, scattered light showers are expected today. At least they're not seeing thunderstorms because they've been saying severe thunderstorms. Um, we didn't have anything yesterday. Um, but the last, um, we've had so much hail this year, I'm just not liking it. So, um, 
one thing said it's going to be 86 and the other one said 91 or 92. What did you hear, Aaron? I think my echo dot speak. I think my echo dot speaker said like ninety something. Okay. I so, usually just check right. on the temperature where I where I work though. Okay, so like yeah, Denver, it'll, yeah. Be, it'll be around ninety. All right, so moving on. Let's see. Um, for my family in well in Ontario, sixty six and sunny, mostly sunny skies, a high of seventy six. Um, BP, who's already been out and about, sixty seven, mostly sunny skies a high of 82 and for my beautiful miss hanny j um and uh and uh my brother they're well one's in phoenix one's in tucson let's see um phoenix where is phoenix 86 and clear there expects sunny skies with a high of um 106 you're still up there oh and you uh, you're in phoenix with my brother and then Tucson, 82, currently mostly cloudy, it says, and there will be mostly sunny skies, a high of 97. And then, and then for my friend, Yancey, in Coffeyville, Kansas, I know you have a moist weather person out there. I don't care. I'm doing it today. So here we go. <laughs> 73. It says it is currently 73 and sunny. Um, but you're, you guys have been under a heat advisory. I didn't realize that but your humidity gets so hot with the heat index. It says anywhere from 105 to 109. That's crazy. Um, I had no idea that you guys got that thick, crazy, um, air. So anyway, suck it moist Carlton. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, as I go, into the word of the day with all the hate in the world. I just told somebody to second. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, we're going to go into the word is responsible or responsibility being um, the primary cause of something. So, and so be able to, um, to be blamed or credited for capable of being trusted. So the quote, nothing will ever change while we point fingers of blame. Out of responsibility comes possibilities. And that is by Lisa Villa Ozen. Um, and what is responsibility? We have a few different ways that we can talk about responsibility. There's being responsible, taking responsibility, acting responsible, having responsibilities. In simple words, responsibility is about doing the things we are supposed to do and accepting the positive or negative outcomes of our actions. A responsible person is one who accepts the results of the decision, decisions he or she makes. They accept the consequences of his or her own actions and decisions. They do not blame it on others or the world. Um, they comply with the negative consequences of their actions, but you have probably come across those individuals who never ever hold themselves accountable for the things that they've done. But however easy it may seem to constantly blame others, it will all come back and kick you in the butt. So why it's important just to be responsible, just to start off being responsible. 
Responsibility allows you to create principles, morals, and helps you to lead your best life. It can help you achieve your goals and objectives. It helps us to be more honest and to keep our promises. But remember, being responsible, being a responsible person requires effort and a commitment. You can start by, which I've already said, um, not blaming others and making excuses. The truth is when we don't do something, it's our own fault. Nobody else's, ours, our own fault when we don't do something. Blaming other people for our actions or lack of actions might temporarily make feel better, but it won't last. To become a more responsible and successful person, you need to stop making excuses. Um, it's called personal accountability for your own actions and being willing to admit you are the problem and nobody else. Um, if you're responsible, you can, you can, excuse me, if you're not responsible, you can be responsibility is like just like a muscle you work on and you work out every day all you have to do is keep trying keep trying just try it should be a quality that you have developed over time that makes things run in a more efficient and organized manner and enables you to be the best version of yourself responsible people seem to have a magic ability to stick to their plans if they want to get up early they do if they plan to save money it actually happens but even more impressively, they have the ability to say no to something they can't commit to. And that's just about as responsible as it gets. That's a hard one to do. We always feel bad if we say no. Oh, they're not going to like us anymore. They're not going to be my friend if I say no. Um, and it's hard to say no. But once you start doing it, and don't be nasty about it. Just say no. I'm sorry. I can't do that. You know? They keep their cool and they don't let their anger or jealousy get out of hand. They know that complaining doesn't really get them anywhere. In fact, it's kind of pointless. Complainers are usually the people who talk too much and do nothing. There's something very brave about coolly admitting your mistakes. And that's just what responsible people, responsible people do. The moment they realize something went wrong or they screwed up, they own up to it. If you do the same, people, bosses, friends, etc., are much less likely to get mad and more likely to work with you to fix the issue and end up trusting you more. When people around you see when you are honest, they lean towards um, being our friends more, I guess, be hanging around you because they know that they can trust you. Um, start now by teaching yourself, your kids, your grandkids, um, and you know, around you, how important it is to be a responsible human. So yeah, World of Wrestling Podcast, welcome. Hi, Haven for Heroes, good to see you. So yeah, teach people around you, um, the ones you can, about younger ones, about being responsible. It seems like um, a lot of people are just leaning towards whatever they can get at the moment um, and the easiest way that they can get it. So yeah, there you go. Responsibility. So we're going to be, I'm going to play the song and then I'm going to be back with the joke of the day and all that stuff. And, and Aaron, <laughs> and Aaron with the sports. I have a sports joke for you, Aaron. 
let me see, because I can not hear you again. Can you talk, Aaron? Yeah, I'm here. All right. All right. So I was going to like, I cannot hear you. All right. So here, here is your little riddly joke. All right. A man leaves home. Make well for everybody makes three turns and is on his way back home. When he notices two men in mass waiting for him, who are they? Hi, Kristen. The catcher and the umpire. Yes. How? Yes. You got that. You knew it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang. All right. Well, let's see if you guys know this one. Why did the Braves hire a baker? Anyone? They needed a new batter. Oh, geez. <laughs> I was, Aww, geez, I was, I was he says. <laughs> oh, he, they needed a new batter. <laughs> All right. So here is your sports fact of the day. On this day in sports history, 1928 New York Giants future baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Carl Hubble registers for MLB victory, a 4-0 to zero shutout of the Philadelphia Phillies and the Polo Grounds in New York City. So that is your fact of the day. So, yes. all right. So, um, welcome, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm I'm excited because the Broncos preseason game is uh, tonight, the first one of the year. Yeah. They're At playing eight. against the uh, Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. Yep. Yeah, I have some Bronco news for us later on. So, yeah, eight p.m. Let's get going. This coach is like. No goofing off. Everybody's starting tonight. So, yeah, everybody's going to start. That'll be, um, compared to last year, they didn't have anybody. Yeah, I believe the game's supposed to start at, like, 8 p.m. tonight. Yeah, it is at 8. Even though it's a Friday and I like to stay up on a Friday, so it, it doesn't matter. I'll stay up and watch the Broncos, so. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be good. Why not? So what are you going to start with today? Uh, so I watched the basketball tournament. This was the million dollar championship game. It's between uh, Lafonso Ellis's uh, team, Heartfire and Bleed Green. And Alfonso Ellis's team won the whole thing. They won, so their whole team won the million dollar prize. Uh -huh. They beat Bleed Green 78 to 73. I was really happy that Lafonso Ellis's team won the whole thing and Guess how much uh, Lafonso Ellis got in his winning share? How much? $40,000. Oh, wow. That's not bad. Which is not bad. I also have some facts about him. Uh, he was selected fifth overall in the 1992 NBA draft by our Denver Nuggets. He played six seasons with Denver, signing as a free, then later before signing with as a free agent with the Atlanta Hawks. He also played with the Timberwolves. And Miami Heat before retiring in 2003. He has been a college basketball analyst on ESPN's College Game Day since the 2019-2020 season. He played over 624 games in his playing career, averaging 11.9 points per game, 
15.2 points per game was with the Denver Nuggets over six seasons. It also included 7.9 rebounds per game and 2.2 assists per game and less than one steal and block per game as well. Also, he made $3.65 million back in 1998 salary-wise. And I also wow. looked this up. The average NBA player salary back in 1998 was $2.4 million. Compared to today, the average NBA player made over $9.6 million. And that was last season. Dang. So if you and- do the math, the average in, back in 1998 was about the quarter of the average of the average salary today. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, um, is the team, their name is Heartfire? Yeah, Heartfire, yeah. They're the ones that won. Yep, they won the whole thing. They won the million-dollar prize. That's crazy. So that means every, the coach, the staff, the players get their fair share of the money. Now, do, does it say, what is Heartfire? Why or do they play? Because some of them I know, like the, the one for autism and things like yeah, that. With I was trying to find more information. Like they team up with this like. Meta, meta impact. Yeah, or something like that. Hardfire, a team sponsored by Meta Impact, a pharmacy benefit management company. Um, yeah, to help with like medication, like people who need like medication or something. Yeah, but I was just wondering if so, they did something anything like that, else. Yeah. That's who sponsors them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, Team Hardfire. Yep, they won the whole thing. That's amazing. And then I watched uh, SummerSlam. Oh, WWE. Yeah, we were all watching that. (laughs) I did pretty well pick them wise. I got got four right and four wrong. Okay. Um, My favorite moments of SummerSlam, hands down, was Cody Cody Rhodes making a comeback despite being tossed out of the ring. What seemed like up to five times and in the end defeating Brock Lesnar. That was a good, that was a good, um, match. And I that liked the, the ending of it cause you're watching him and here he comes. And then and all Brock of a sudden, he was their head too. I know they're like head and head and you're like, uh Oh, are they going to butt heads? And then they go in for a big old hug and they hug each other. And then Brock, Brock Lesnar puts up his hands and you know turns them around puts up his hands turns them around puts up his hands it was nice i liked it yeah and then i couldn't believe i actually predicted correctly that eo sky would cash in her money in the bank contract to become the new women's champion yeah you said that on here that for sure Mm -hmm. um yancy has a question for you real quick um aaron do you ever watch john boys baseball breakdowns on youtube uh no not really the one top sports thing i usually watch on youtube is the pat mcafee show all right we'll have to write this one down so you can check it out John hmm. and so all right then, yeah that eo sky i didn't see that one yeah it was after it was after the uh triple threat match was over and then i eo sky was running in there with her contract like the mm-hmm. briefcase that she won so she wasn't even she wasn't even part of the rest what was going on she just ran in and cast no she just ran because the thing 
the thing is you got to remember with that funny money in the bank contract you can cash that in for any championship of your choosing up to one year yeah and you you have to i guess you have to pick choose wisely like when you do it yeah when you do it yeah mm. like wait for the perfect moment and she did so mm -hmm. she cashed it in. Okay. The only thing I didn't like was Logan Paul using brass knuckles oh. to beat Ricochet in the opening match. What a chump, man. And then he's all like, he's like that. One of the, just like, mm, one of those guys, he, he does a bad thing. He hides it. Right. And then he's like, yeah, mm, look, look at me. He's like, look at my muscles. <laughs> Blowing on his arms, kissing his fist, like, yeah, I did this. And it's like, dude, you're a cheater. Give me a break. Yeah, that was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And I mean, everybody yeah, but, saw it. The announcers saw it. Everybody yeah. The ref. yeah it was like, come on, dude. Everybody saw it. Yeah. Mm, I don't like that little white guy. Yeah, Next time I, I see him at the store, his, his cardboard, I'm going to punch him. Right in the nose, right by his prime drink. Yeah, you cheater. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be the last uh, WWE. I'm taking a break from WWE for a while. What? Not, well, because there's football seasons right around the corner, baseball seasons happening. Dude, you just got to be busy and be like all over the place I, watching it all. <laughs> I know, but I just don't want to miss like. <laughs> catching up on what our rockies you know, supporting, supporting as much to go as to possible this, what's the one that's happening here in september the broncos no 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 um, smackdown is it, smackdown is it smackdown yeah smackdown's yeah, coming to he denver wants to go to smackdown but he's not gonna watch it till then hmm? well i might record it that day but who knows <laughs> but i'm just saying i want to be able to catch up on like <laughs> like I'm saying, like support our Rockies, you know, watch, them, I gotcha. watch baseball. Cause I know <laughs> the postseason's going to be right around the corner. Um, I'll be, I'll get, be doing, yeah, I know. Football season's I'm just like right around the corner. So there's a bunch of sports. I want to be able to I'll catch be watching up on, WWE. If I continue watching WWE, then I <laughs> might miss out on something. Okay. Well then yeah, I'll, so I'll, I'll take over watching WWE. Yes. Yeah, so I'll be back to watching more wrestling soon. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just taking a break from WWE and catching up on things on so I don't miss it. All right. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So then I watched a WNBA game. This was between the Vegas Aces and the New York Liberty. These are the two teams who have the best records in the WNBA. And shockingly, the Aces lost this game uh, 99 to 61. New York Liberty beat them, and it was the only, and that's the only third loss the new the Las Vegas Aces have had all season long. The only one. Uh, the third. Ah. Their third only loss this season so far. And they got outscored by New York in the third quarter, thirty to nine. Dang. Or like 20, no. Yeah, about 21 points. Yeah, that's when like New York's lead like started to like Im like implode, like really get big. And what what team it now? I, I always get her name wrong. Um is it Sabrina? Serena? Sabrina Inescu. Okay. And what team she is kinda, she? On? She wears a pony she wears a ponytail. Yeah. That's her, yeah. 
Yeah. Number what team is she? For the New York Liberty. Gotcha. And she's yeah. like really, really good. Yeah. She set the all time mark. I think I've said this before. She set the all time record for most, uh, for the highest score ever in the three point competition, both in the WNBA and NBA. That's amazing. Yeah. And all, yeah. An all star game, all star history, basically. Very athletic. Yeah. So then that same day I watched the, I haven't been watching NASCAR lately. So I tuned into the, it was the fire keepers casino 400 in Michigan. Mm -hmm. And this was welcome. Ken there Mill. was like two weather delays that happened during the race. And I remember, I think I went to dinner with you guys when the second delay weather delay was happening. But in the end, Chris Boo Boucher ended uh -huh. up winning the race. Martin Truex, one of the guys I like, finished second. Denny Hamlin finished third. Another guy I like. Brad Keselowski, fourth. Carl Larson, fifth. Daniel Suarez, sixth. Ross Chastain, number seven. Kevin Harvick, eight. Ryan Blaney, number nine. And then Eric Jones, a ten. Oh, geez. And they and Yancey says they finished on Monday afternoon. So they finished a whole day later. Oh, wow. Maybe be, that's probably because of the weather delay, I'm guessing. Yeah. And it wasn't even in Colorado and it was pouring on um, yeah. that day. Here, mm. where was it at? Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah. It seems like NASCAR does have a lot of uh, weather related delays. Yeah. And it, it, it was strange too because all the years I've been watching NASCAR, the weather delays don't really happen that often. It's no like a rarity. It's like rain. There's always rain. Yeah, but they have to like dry up the track and then all that kind of stuff. And then you have mm -hmm. to kind of just sit there and just sit there and wait Patiently. for the race to resume and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. so, all right. Excuse you, Aaron. You got to remember me. you're on a mic, buddy. <laughs> no, sorry. So this past week, I also watched, I caught up on the big three basketball. So I caught up on games from week five, week six, and then week seven. Very of the true. Season. So I'm sorry, week Aaron. Five, the killer threes. Oh, okay. The big three. The enemies beat killer threes 50 to 41. Power beat the ghost followers 51 to 43. Three's company beat, beat Bidwack 51 to 42. Wait, big and whack? Bivouac, yeah, that's that's. Oh, I mean, wait, a minute, say it again. Bivouac, B-I-V-A-U-A-C. Oh, I thought you said big whack, like big whack, like bivouac. That's how you, that's how you pronounce their name. <laughs> These names, I'm like, what? Big whack? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and then lastly, uh, trilogy defeated Tri-State fifty to forty-four. The week six action I watched, uh, Trilogy beat Three's Company 51 to 43. <laughs> Killer Threes beat the Triplets 51 to 33. And then the Enemies beat Power 50 to 40. Week seven, I watched the Triplets beat the Bog Ball Hogs 50 to, 50 to 34. <laughs> Trilogy beat the Ghost Ballers 50 to 34. And the Killer Threes beat Power 51 to 46. Wow. And I have the standings right now as they're going into week eight in the season. Yeah. Because only the top 
four teams in the league go to the playoffs. Okay. And when so, are the playoffs? Um, I think in a few weeks. Okay. The playoffs are supposed to happen, I think, in Washington, D.C. this year. Okay. So uh, the Killer Threes are in first, five and two record. The Triplets are behind them at five and two. Trilogy is at third with five and two, and the enemies are in fourth at four and three. Okay. So those are like the top four so far this season. I was trying to bring it up to see if it would come um, August 19th. Wait a minute. The date of the playoff will be August 19th. Does that sound right? I think. I think because that know sounds got, too close. I don't know. Because, um, I think I know they got. I don't know where they're gonna be. I don't. I forgot which city they're gonna be this week in this weekend. Let's see. It's gonna be week nine of the regular season, and then after that, week ten. It says on Thursday, Big Three announced Capital One Arena will host the playoffs for their 2023 season. Mm -hmm. That's not the playoff. Um, the date of the playoffs will be August 19th, though the Big Three playoffs will be in Washington. The champion game and all-star games will be held at, um, is it Zero Two Arena in London? O2. Oh, O2. <laughs> O2 Arena in London. That's where Money in the Bank was. August 26th. Okay. Okay. O2. That, the um, O2 Arena, that's where Money in the Bank was earlier this year. Okay. And then yeah. it said um, in a press release, Ice Cube said the following. The big three is all about bringing the best sports and entertainment experience to our fans. We have felt the love from our international fans these past five seasons. And we are so excited to be taking the big three global um, the um, O2 Arena is one of the most iconic venues in the world with the capacity of over 20,000. It is the perfect place for the 2023 Big Three Championship Game and our second annual All-Star Games. To all of our fans in D.C. and Europe, get ready because the Big Three postseason yet is right around the corner. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you and go. And I caught up on some <clears throat> baseball. Okay. The first one was a Sunday night game between the uh, LA Dodgers and the San Diego Padres, and the Dodgers won eight to two. The and then just lastly, was over the last two team last two days, I caught caught up on our Rockies, and they were in Milwaukee. Yeah. Taking on the Brewers, they beat the Brewers in extra innings on the really. Yay! Which was back on Tuesday, they beat uh, they beat the Brewers seven to three in ten innings, but then the next day they lost in ten innings seven to six. Yeah, and I have a recording of the very late game against uh, the Rockies were on the road playing against the Dodgers last night. And it was on very late, like 8 p.m. Oh, well, I can only imagine that the Dodgers won. Well, who knows? I mean, I'm going to watch it later this afternoon and see what happens. 
All right. You don't know yet. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Aaron, I have, um, that was the last thing on your list, correct? Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to play this and I have some Broncos stuff and you can read in the chat what Yancey has for you. Broncos, not Chick-fil-A. Get off my thing. All right, little Broncos news. You already said they're playing tonight at 8 p.m. against the yep. Cardinals. Yes, the um, Arizona Cardinals, yep. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Um, and then um, I just signed up. Aaron's going to sign up later on today for our fourth Broncos 7K. It's going to be my fifth. Is it our fifth? I believe so. Our fifth Broncos 7K in six years. Because I remember we didn't do the 2021 because that was virtual. Okay. So yeah, because fifth, of COVID because that one was I, weird. Yeah. not We've done them all together. So yeah. Fifth. I wasn't I wasn't sure. So I just went lower. Our fifth yeah, one. Yeah. And I want to try to go out on top with this one and try to finish it under 45 minutes. Oh, you got this. You. He always, I know. He, I he goes faster than I can't. I can't. Well, I, mean, I could run if somebody was chasing me and it was and it was a life threatening thing. I could probably run pretty good. Um, but I walk really super fast. Like I have the nerve damage in my legs. So um, running um, is not something that I do for fun. He does not me. So he will run it. We started off together at the and then he runs and then we meet up inside the stadium. So That'll be on um, September 3rd. It's coming quickly. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be fun. And um, it um, benefits the National Sports Center for the Disabled. So it's for a good cause. Um, and um, it is, um, it's amazing. It's always so fun to do. And I don't know about him, how he feels when he's doing it. But I know I'm getting... You, you get to the end and you go, you have to go up this hill and then you, you go down this hill into the stadium you go around the stadium and then you come through the tunnel where the players come out and you end up on the field on the, the big TVs. The or whatever. Yeah. It's amazing. It is pretty cool. And oh, the, the medals are really, they're awesome looking this year. Last year, I know you liked them. I thought that they were just but yeah. I liked terrible. them last year. It was like a, um, no, it was like all terrible. pixel. It looked like a. Yeah, I thought they were cool looking. It was like a, 
like an, it looked like an old school like, pixel video game or whatever. It was yeah, cool. it looked like the little disc. So you had this, and they're heavy. They're like made out of metal, so they're heavy. It, and the design, looked like, it looked like those cartridges for the old NDS. Yeah, no, yeah. These look like a metal. They're really cool. So we're doing that September 3rd. Our fifth. Um, so I'm um, in Broncos news, head coach Sean Payton has brought in some interesting new rules um, ahead of the first season in charge. Well, his first season in charge. Denver, um, before Denver's first preseason game on Friday, Payton has decided that after the starters are pulled, they are not allowed to wear sunglasses, bucket hats, remove their uniforms, or do mid-game interviews. <laughs> he says... I do not want to see 10 guys on the field. I do not want to see uniforms off after we're done playing, sunglasses on, or Gilligan hats on, he says, interviews during the game. That's what I don't want to see. Peyton has a long been known as a disciplinarian and is looking to change the culture that has been instilled in the last season under former head coach Nathaniel Hackett. Following his comments, Peyton was called out by Jets offensive offensive lineman and former Bronco, Billy Turner, on Instagram. He said, seems like someone started training camp and is trying to soften the blow after realizing he's in it for the season. Um, effing, he says the F word, effing bomb, Turner said in a post on Instagram story underneath Peyton's words. Um, Turner started in the seventh of eight games he played for Denver last season. He also played under Hackett in Green Bay when Hackett was the team's um, OC. Denver and New York will face off week five of the regular season. Here's the thing about that that kind of gets to me is that the coach, Sean Payton, got all kinds of, <coughs> excuse me, he got all kinds of crap for saying what he said when he answered a question, honestly, about the season of the Broncos last year and how horrible they were and why they were so horrible. So he honestly answered the question, right? And so he got so much crap about it. This player, who is still currently a player, is allowed to say that kind of stuff about a coach and nobody gives him any crap. I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's so double standard. It just, ugh, it just ugh, makes me sick. Anyway, I don't think that he should be allowed to get away with doing that anyway. So that's my opinion. All right, moving on. Um, the Broncos worked out two players on Wednesday. Um, let's see, a pair of wide receivers, um, Ray Sean Henry and JJ Kowalski this week ahead of Friday's preseason opener against the Cardinals. Um, it says Henry initially signed with the Carolina Panthers as a college free agent and has since spent time with the Atlantic Falcons and Cleveland Brown. He remains a free agent after Wednesday's, Wednesday's workout in Denver. And then Kowalowski appeared in five games during the 2021 season and returned two punts, five kickoffs. In the regular season, he played exclusively on the special team's 47 snap in his NFL career so far. At 
the time of publication, Kowalski um, still remains a free agent. So, and then lastly, before we start, um, say our goodbyes to Aaron, the Broncos and Breckenridge Distillery um, release a limited edition bourbon and vodka um, bottles. And I thought I had that pulled up here. Let's see if it's in here. Shoot. Where did it go? Anyway, I'll find it and post it. Um, oh, here it is. Uh, Broncos and Breckenridge Distillery release limited edition bourbon and vodka bottles. Um, it is going to be, um, the bottles depicted, um, it says the snow-capped helmet, which will be worn um, for two home games in the 2023 and 2024 season. Is that all they get to wear those? I thought they were, those were like new helmets that they were going to wear the whole season. Yeah, me too, but I really like them. It kind of reminds me of the one Broncos helmet that I have, where it's just like, it's just all white. Right, but what? I've had that Broncos helmet for years. But they're only going to wear them for two games. It says two home games in the 2023-2024 season. Um, the, the, the alcohol, it's called the back to back blend bourbon bottles, which commemorate the Broncos back to back Super Bowls in 1997 and 98, the best time they were the greatest, um, will feature either an orange or blue label corresponding with the group of the Broncos alumni, um, Denver Bronco cheerleader and alumni and a super fan who blended the the batches that's who um they got to taste it and mccaffrey's orange and alfred williams blue from the 1998 winning team are among the alumni who helped craft those blends um so they were all involved in it which is kind of cool so i guess yeah that is cool and i can't wait to see those helmets too yeah um i hope they have like a miniature version i can get somewhere maybe put that on my bookshelf too Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they yeah. will. They're wearing them for two. Very popular. Season. Um, yeah. Oh, um, Yancy says they do. Um, he says he's getting one. You're already getting one, Yancy. Oh, all right. Um, yeah. So um, that if you um, like, I know um, Yancy was saying, it doesn't say um, if you, I just is Breckenridge um, distillery.com. Um, you can go to, to learn more and Trying to see, I'm guessing it's just everywhere, um, but it's going to be sold at uh, the the special the special places at um, Mile High Stadium. Uh, is it Mile High? Is what is it? I can't remember. I always call it the wrong name. I always call it the it's old name. Power Field in Mile yeah, High. See, I bet I I always I love the old Mile High Stadium, like, and I well, it's just like in my. Call it Mile High Stadium. You can call it whatever you want. It's just, it's still the same stadium, basically. So anyway, they're gonna sell it at the fancy little fancy places. If you're in so many seats, it said so many rows. There's like some special little bar you get to go to, and that's where you can get some of that stuff. So anyway, there you go. Well, thank you, Aaron. You're welcome. So much. I appreciate you. So now um, you'll be doing more football, and I'm going to start looking into WWE. <laughs> so that'll be fun.
Are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> okay. All right, Aaron. Well, um, All right. thank you. See you <laughs> Bye. See you later, guys. Bye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that is Aaron. <laughs> not going smoothly oh well whatever we're gonna get right into music our 90s dance um tunes um today and the first song on my list today is gonna be be my lover um hello bushy how do you say that bushy bushy b-o-u-s-h-e bushy la bougie you're bougie um, la bougie, um, and well, bouche, it, it's French from mouth, la mouth. So la mouth is the creation of German producer, Frank Farron, who is the same guy who brought us Boney M and Millie Vanilli. Oh, yay. Um, la bougie, um, he teamed with American singers, Melanie Thornton and Lane McCray. Be My Lover was a very Euro dance sound with their breakout hit in the U.S. and also a worldwide hit, sweeping the charts all over Europe. Um, their previous European release was Sweet Dreams, which also did very well around the world and was released as the second single in America after Be My Lover took off. The album went five times platinum and nine times gold in various countries. Lead singer Melanie Thornton um, passed away in 2001 in a plane crash in Switzerland. Oh, that's so sad. Here's LaVouche with Be My Lover. La, da, da, de, da, 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 da. News and music of old school podcasts. Welcome. <laughs> Not at all. Thrust away, Auntie. Thrust away. <laughs> I just picture like that uh, Saturday night, you know, those the sandwiching between the two guys. <laughs> I think that album is the song is on here. <laughs> <laughs> We're all weirdos. We're all weirdos. That's okay. Thank you. 
That is la bougie. <laughs> Bouge, whatever. La mouth with be my lover. All right, we're going to move on to our second hit from the 90s and 90s, if that turns off. Very sensitive. Um, Pup Up the Jam. Um, Technotronics um, was the Belgium group assembled by producer and DJ Joe Bogart. <laughs> the idea was to mix European house music with hip hop, and it worked very well for a few years. Manuela A. Manuela Ya Kid K. Kamuzi. Wow. Was vocalist on this and most of other um technotronics kamozi yeah the tronic songs what a name manuela yakid k kamozi um but she was not in the video or the album cover which instead featured um Zarean born fashion model Felly lip singing the lyrics. Felly had nothing to do with the recording of the song and did not even speak English. Bogart used her to establish an image for the group and even and even if it meant some awkward miming in the video. Around the same time, of course, that was when CC Music Factory did this something similar when they had the model pretend to sing. Um, fake singing in videos, man, it's just like, give me a break. They just, they got away with doing that. These women that had powerful voices and they just, well, didn't, they didn't look up to standard, you know? And so they just, yeah, I guess it's the same thing with Millie Vanilli, right? So here is Technotronics Pump Up the Jam. Millie Vanilli was like, oh, you're so cute. Let's put you in instead of the other guys. <laughs> What's the name? Kazookaza. What was that name? <laughs> Kamozi. Ka Kid K Kamozi. Oh, man. <laughs> It sounded like I don't want a bad toothache. <laughs> That's not what she said. What did she say? <laughs> Yeah, not a bad toothache because she's asking for a place to stay.
Is Manuela Yakitke Komamosi, the lead vocalist for Technotronics with Pump Up the Jam? All right, we're gonna move on to a little snap. Rhythm is a dancer. A rhythm is a dancer is a song by Snap and features vocals by this one's a little easier. American singer. Thea Austin. It was an international success, topping the charts in France, Ireland, Italy, Netherlands, Germany, and the UK. The singles also reached the top five on the US Billboard Hot 100 and number one on the Billboard Dance Club song charts. It spent six weeks atop the UK charts, becoming the second best-selling single in 1992. A memorable and borderline offensive lyric in this song is... I'm as serious as cancer when I say rhythm is a dancer. Snap's infamous cancer lyric was possibly borrowed by Eric B. and the Ramkin songs I Ain't No Joke from their 1987 album Pain in Full. Um, the couplet in question was, I got a question to, as serious as cancer. Who can keep the average dancer? Here is Snap with Rhythm is a Dancer. So, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? You you tell me. I think people are more sensitive. I didn't even know. <laughs> so, <laughs> moist private parts. <laughs> Hi, humble dog. How are you? World of Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back. Um, X-I-S-H-E-C-G-V. Welcome. Veronica. Hey, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> You're so right, Yancy. <laughs> Set your mind to move to his pulsation, rate, 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 rate
Thank you, Hanny. <laughs> it's like you haven't moved like that in a while. What are you doing to me? <laughs> oh, there you go. He just said it. All right, rhythm is a dancer. Nice snap. <clears throat> And um, that is off of their album, The Madman's Return, in 1992. All right, we're going to move off to um, Samik with I Feel So Good. Um, the London-based label Sirius Records signed Samik as a solo artist and her first single as version of Screaming, Jay Hawkins' track, I Put a Spell on You, reached the UK Top 40 in 1998. During this period, she was DJ in residence at Club something, I'm not even try, in um, Ibiza. Um, Sadiq followed up with the It Feels So Good, which peaked at number 24 the same year. In February 2002, um, a visiting friend gave a Tampa Bay, Florida DJ an imported 12-inch version of It Feels So Good. He started playing it, and when the song went viral, Universal Music executives um, Doug and Jimmy snapped up Sneak for their label. After it hit the top 10 on the um, Hot 100, Universal re-released the tune in the UK where it topped the charts, becoming the third best-selling single then in the, um, the year 2000 in Sonique's home country. In the States, Sonique is considered a one-hit wonder, but in the UK, she's clocked up several other hits. Here she is with It Feels So Good. Hi, Billy G. How are you? Billy D, you're going to be rocking out on Monday. You better make it. I know you'll come in a little later, but there'll be some some tunes for you. Hi, Faze. Welcome. I know this part now. Now I know it. When she sings the chorus. Oh, 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 oh,
up is Sunique with It Feels So Good off the album Hear My Cry, 1998. All right, we're going to move on to... Um, Real McCoy, um, Another Night. The Real McCoy was a dance trio formed in Berlin in 1993. They were made up of two female dancers and a male rapper. They quickly became a huge hit in European dance clubs. And um, they hit number two in the UK when it, they this song was reissued as a single. The group went on to have hits with Runaway and Come and Get Your Love. Thanks to the promotional efforts of Arista in 1994, Another Night quickly reached number three on the U.S. charts and remained on the U.S. charts for over 45 weeks. It was also certified platinum by the Record Industry Association of America. The single achieved platinum sales in um, Australia and silver status in the U.K. Here is The Real McCoy, Another Night. Hi, Audie! Oh, it's good to see you! Welcome to UWUKIGU! Voice. He reminds me of the oh, I'm too sexy for my shirt. You sound like him. Thank you, Daniel, welcome. Yep, it sounds just like him. All right, that is um, another night. 
from the real McCoy off the album Another Night, 1993. All right, you guys, get ready. Yancey, you were thrusting before. Just wait. Good vibrations, Marky Mark and Funky Bunch. <laughs> Good vibrations, a song about living life to its fullest, was his first single and by far his biggest hit. When he started acting, rumor had it that Wahlberg got very upset if anybody called him Marky Mark. He didn't like it. Um, Wahlberg was the original member of New Kids on the Block. He quit after a few months, but his older brother, Donnie, stayed with the group. Wahlberg's brother Donnie produced um, this album and helped him write this song. Donnie was considered actually a member of the Funky Bunch. The hook is built from the sample of Love Sensation, the 1980s song by the disco singer Lolita Holloway, who is credited as a featured vocalist on this track. While the song was very popular for its anti-drug message in the rap lyrics, its success is often underminded by the much maligned line where Wahlberg proudly declares that he's anti-druggy. Here he is, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch featuring Lolita Holloway with Good Vibrations. You got your Calvins on? Thank you, Radio Farlas. Your members only jacket and your Calvins, right? <laughs> Thank you, Annie. Thank you, Audie. Hi, Roll 30. Welcome. Oh, he's on the dance floor. Woo! Let's go, girl. Donnie D's on the backup. There we go. 
<laughs> All right, so that is a little bit of Mock and Mock and the Funky Bunch with Lolita Holloway. Um, good vibrations. I feel it, baby. I feel it, baby. <laughs> We're going to move on to um, Fat Boy Slim. We all know this song. Rockefeller Shank. The Rockefeller Shank, often referred to as Funk Soul Brothers by fans, Fatboy Slim has created an organically simple masterpiece with the assembly of Beck, the danceable of Ska, and the sunny qualities of Beach Boys. The track has a sparse magnetic building that builds in depth and intensity to a meticulously um, climax. See, who writes that? <laughs> I get, I mean, I, I wouldn't know what to, how to describe the song. It's just fun to dance to. That's what I would say. The single peaked at number six on the UK singles chart in June of 1998 and topped the Icelandic singles chart for one week the same month. Um, it was the second Fat Boy Slim single after Praise You to chart the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, peaking at 76. In 2022, Rolling Stone ranked... Rockefeller Shank at number 199 on their list of 200 greatest dance songs of all time. So here they are, um, Rockefeller Shank. Right, 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 right about now, the funk soul brother. Check it out now. Timmy! Right Hi, mean lady! Check it out now. Funk soul brother, right about now. Funk has the hardest words to remember. Come a long way, baby. We're going to move 
into a little duh dip. Duh dip. Duh dip. Duh dip. Duh dip. Freaky nasty. Freak nasty. <laughs> Freak nasty. Duh dip is a dance, and the song explains exactly how to do it. I put my hands on your hip. When you dip, you dip. I dip, we dip, you dip. Yeah, we all dip. So we're going to be dipping, guys. In the clubs, the dip could involve a lot of grinding, but the music video demonstrates a very clean version that draws on perhaps the biggest dance craze of the 90s, the Macarena. But not much known about Freaky Nasty. Freak Nasty. I'm going to call him Freaky Nasty. Um, Billboard has him listed as Carlito Timmons, born in Puerto Rico, but his public his publishing under the name of Eric Timmons. And most resources have him born in New Orleans and moving to Atlanta, which is what he proclaims in this song, New Orleans born um, ATL living. The Dip was by far the biggest hit and big earner. He's the only writer on the track, and it went platinum, selling millions of copies in America. So here is Freak Nasty with Da Dip. This goes out to all the women in the world. Oh. You know, it don't even matter your age. Don't even matter your country. Here we go, guys. This is for everybody like today. Just listen to what I'm saying. Bye, Natalie. Have a great day. We got more money coming your way too for those llamas. No double dippers. Oh man, that is a horrible, horrible habit. No, no, no. Flip that dip or something. <laughs> Flip the chip. This is not the dip. Flip the chip. Get a new one. Hey, yo, DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My butt don't do that. <laughs> A lot of demands. Explicit. <laughs> 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 
She is freaky nasty. All right, that is a judge by freaky nasty dude on the album Controversy. That's the life, and that's the way I like it. 1997. All right, we're going to move on. No more dipping. Um, and now we're going to move on to Now That We Found Love by Heavy D. We're slowing down a little bit. Ah, a little bit. Heavy D and the Boys featuring Aaron Hall. Now That We Found Love, also known as Now That We We've Found Love, is a song written by Kenneth Gamble and Leon Huff and originally recorded by the OJs. American group Heavy D and the Boys released their very successful dance house cover um, in 1991. It was produced by Teddy Riley and remains their biggest hit. The song was released in June as the second single from the third album, Peaceful Journey. Um, here they are, Heavy D and the Boys featuring Aaron Hall, Now That We Found Love. <laughs> Your cousin's heavy day? Hi, Ismella. Hi, D. Smell. <laughs> Thank you, Adi. Thank you, D. I was thinking a different song. This isn't slow. Oh, it sounded like you just said, do it, Audie. So that is Heavy D and the Boys featuring Aaron Hall, Now That We Found Love. And that is off the Peaceful Journey album. And we're going to move on to a little boom, 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 boom. Be out here, brothers. Um, and it says this is the clean version. Huh. All right. Well, we'll see about that. Does it have an... Yeah, it says clean. <laughs> the Out Here Brothers was a rap duo consisting of 
Keith Malik Mayberry and record producer Lamar Hula Malone, Mahone. Um, despite originating from the U.S., their music is usually classified as European hip hop and R&B. Though they achieved only moderate success in their homeland, the Out Here Brothers clocked up two big hits in Europe with Don't Stop, Wiggle Wiggle, and Boom, Boom, Boom. Both contained tween-friendly Eurodance instruments and catchy hooks, but lyrically they were lewd songs about sex, which provoked a lot of complaints from angry parents. Um, One one polished two biscuits and a fish sandwich, (laughs) that's the name of the album, was later re-recorded and reissued without the offensive material and given the new title Party Album. The cleaned up record fared only slightly better, peaking at 41 in the UK. So here they are, the Out Here Brothers. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Thank you, Yeti. I got you, BB. Sorry, my... I turned it down my... Uh, I'll put it on next BP. Yeah, you gotta come remind me because I have it on on vibrate. Another one with a lot of lyrics, right? <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, I can just imagine what the dirty one says. <laughs> That is a bit of boom, boom, boom. The clean version. The Out Here Brothers. One Polish, two biscuits, and a fish sandwich is the album. 1994. All right, we are going to oops, stop. Stop. Boom, boom, boom. Tony, Tony, Tony. This is for um, BP. Tony, Tony, Tony. Feels what is the whole thing? It's not saying it feels good. Feels so good. Uh, how about feels good? Okay. Cause it's not showing the whole thing. Tony, Tony, Tony. 
Then, as it becomes easier for you, play the record once a day or as needed. <laughs> you like that, huh, Nancy? Girl, your booty is so round. Let me look you up and down. good this is a good one hi shelby All right, that is Tony, Tony, Tony. Feels good. Thank you, BP. That um, I that is a totally that's a good one. Love it. Uh, trip down memory lane for sure. Okay, for the last song, we're all gonna get up and dance to this last song. Come on, ride it, Quad City DJs. Um, <clears throat> most Miami bass tracks are pumped full of testosterone, but this one features a female vocalist, Jelana LaFleur, um, who was part of the group. The guys in the group, Jay and Cece Lemonhead, handle the verses while they make a few moves on the ladies. I want to take you home with me, but they keep clean with focusing on the dancing and having a good time. Um, that's all I'm going to read. So we have time to play some of it. Here's Quad City DJs. Come on, ride it.
Nancy, you got one more th <laughs> song to thrust to. <laughs> yes, the Tootsie Roll too. That's a great one.
All right, while we're riding this train, I'm going to tell you, um, go down the line. First, we'll start with Mr. Yancey. Give him a follow. Um, let me see. Coffeeville Department of Memes, WKOP on Saturday nights with Russ Finlay. Um, and um, Hanny J follow, um, comes in there with them, too. Great show. Give them a follow. I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> and then we have um, Miss Audie. Um, you can get her um, not here, but I think it's Twitch, but for sure on YouTube. Follow her so you can listen to her and Rob. They are great together. Miss Hanny J, we can't forget her. Follow her when she comes on with her music and her show. Again, she's on Saturdays with um, Yancey and Russ. Um, who else do I have in here who might have a show going on? Please let me know. I think Shelby has shows every once in a while, too. Radio Perlesque. Um, I remember you had um, music shows, too. So follow these people. Give them a follow. And then when they go live, hopefully you will get a notification. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. But hopefully you will. So, yay. Um, follow everybody. We need to support one another. Um, we're a small community here. So, yeah, let's follow everybody and um, give them some love for sure. Um all right, that is the Quad City DJs. Come on, write it. Um, again, Monday, we're going to have Double Play Artist. It is um, two songs by the same artist. Um, then on Wednesdays, we are doing soundtracks to movies. And um, we just did Dark Shadows last week. And now we're going to do um, Saturday Night Fever. This Wednesday, that should be fun, interesting. I'm trying to find the scenes where the you know the music comes in and what happens during that during that scene of the movie. So, and then um, we'll have some type of um, get your um, thrust on dance moves on, on Friday for us. So, um, I am going to leave you like I always leave you if I can find my sound effect. I can't do that today. Um, be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. I, I swear you guys, it's going to try to do it every day. Don't, don't, don't fall into it. Just breathe and breathe and you'll be able to get through it. I promise. Um, so if nobody's told you, you are loved and you are deeply appreciated. Have a great rest of your Friday and um, I'll see you around Podbean. Bye. One, two, three, four. Woo. Bye, you guys. Aw, thank you, Nancy. I appreciate you guys so much. You guys make, you guys fill my heart really with lots of happiness before I have to venture off into that world of unhappiness. So I appreciate that so, so much. I love you guys. I love you too, Hanny. And Miss Audie, if you're still in here again, see Radio Carless. Bam, bam. I love you, buddy. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Deep back. Billy D. Everybody. D-U-W-K-I-G. You, whoever you are, we're happy you're here. Come back. My Tampa Bay BP, you're the best. Love you guys. Have a good rest of your day. Bye.